What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. Tom, we teased it Monday, and it's a full golf pod, baby. How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah, uh, the golf season started a little earlier on with the fall swing and whatnot, but the se- you know the season doesn't really start till the majors, so we're starting to get warmed up. Not metaphorically speaking, not actually, because it's fucking still freezing here. Although we've got above, we've gotten above freezing. So yeah, we're gonna do a little uh, for the first time, just because you know we have become more of a golf pod in in last year, pretty much. Uh, we're gonna do a little twenty four preview. We're gonna pick the major winners. I'm gonna unveil my foursome, much anticipated. Um, we're gonna pick three stories for golf in general for twenty twenty four. And then finally, we're going to start off our contest that I'll explain again when the time comes. So, ready to jump right in, my friend? I really am, man. You were uh, you were really hyped to send uh, the format of this pod over, and as the golf aficionado on this pod, you know, I could I could feel I could feel that resonating. So let's let's fucking go. You excited yourself? I am, man. I mean, this is my second year getting really into it. Uh, I I think I impressed you last year with how I was picking things up and the content I was watching and listening to. Absolutely. And I hope to just expand upon it this year. No doubt. Just like me with college football, baby. Two different seasons. That's all. Um, all right. So the first major of the year we obviously have played in Augusta, Georgia, the Masters at Augusta National Golf Club. Um, and that is being held April 11th through 14th. It is not on Easter week this year. Michaela will be very happy about that. Um, <laughs> let me guess your winner. Okay. Victor Hovland. Yeah. You're such a Victor fiend. I knew it was coming. Well, I had, I, I was definitely going to pick him to win this year. Pick one of them. Yeah. It was just a matter of which tournament. And, uh, I think he's, I think he's just going to start the season off with a bang and, and take Augusta by, by force. Okay. Do, do you have him winning multiple majors or one? One. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have Brooks Kepka. I think he's gotten over the hump of whatever happened to him last year. and Or was it two years ago? Two years ago. When he got slow played. Remember, he won the US or he won the PGA last year. Yes. Where, where, who, who won the Masters two years ago? I'm trying to think. I know last year it was Rom. Right. I can't remember two years ago. I can barely remember yesterday. I was going to so say, I couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast, but I feel like this is something that, you know, we're pretty good at knowing. So that's why I asked you because I wouldn't have been surprised had you known it. Um, but yeah, I, I think Brooks Brooks is still at the, he's proven he's at the height of his game. Um, and, and I think he's going to get it this year. I think he's going to, he's going to be able to, to figure out whatever he didn't figure out that last time. Well, the biggest thing now is that we believe Scotty Scheffler to be obviously fully. won the Masters. Oh, he I'm won sorry. 20, 2022. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that was right. That but was that, right as he was starting that incredible run. But that the Brooks Kepka, the Brooks Kepka, um, would you consider? Would you call that a meltdown? No, no. I, 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 I think Rom just. I think Rom was just better. So yeah, it was it was this past year's Masters, and then he came back at the next major and was like, "I figured it out," and he won. So it wasn't twenty twenty two. Well, he said, "Don't don't forget, last year he he made the comment, kind of you know that cryptic comment leading up to the U.S. Open, saying I, I I'm going to learn from my mistakes from what I didn't do at Augusta, mm-hmm. and I think he played more aggressive, and that got him that win. Rom was just on one last year. 
Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, you know, and then Rom took over in the final round, shot what was it, sixty through sixty-two, something low, and and there was no chance. But Brooks figured it out. Um, let's move on to the next tournament. That the is, last thing I just want to say on ahead. Brooks is I'm just uh, yeah, no, you're good. Is we believe him to be healthy now, and if that oh, knee yeah. issue and all of those other problems that were nagging at him that led him to make the decision to kind of go to live because he was unsure about what he was going to be as a pro golfer going forward. I think as long as that's behind him, there's no reason he shouldn't be in the conversation for a couple of these this year. Couldn't have said it better myself. We're going to absolutely leave it at that. Brooks Brooks is clearly healthy. He went out and won the PGA last year. Speaking of the PGA, I'm going in uh, chronological order here. So the next date is May 16th through 19th for the PGA Championship that is being held at Valhalla Golf Club in Kentucky. Now, I'm going to ask you a fun fact. Okay. Do you know there's two course record holders? One course record, the second, the guy to tie the course record was set this past year. Can you guess who holds that's that course record? Is it recent? Yeah, yeah, it happened in 2023. So the course record was tied in 2023. Somebody also that became very relevant in 2023 and related to this tournament, believe it or not. Ludwig? Michael Block. Michael Block has it? No <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. I said, once you said very synonymous with this event. That's I why I so said it. I thought yeah, that was going to make the I, light yeah. bulb. You were too quick. No, you were too quick yeah. to guess. Well done. Yes, yeah, so um, a lot going on here. PGA has been played here in Louisville at Valhalla a couple of times. This is where I'm going to go ahead and take Victor Hovland from you. Okay. Um, I'm going to surprise the shit out of you. I'm going to go a little off the beaten path here, but I love his game. Min Woo Lee gets a major victory this year. Oh, I love that more than anything in this world. I'm just going to say that, okay? <laughs> I want to see his fucking swag hoisting a major oh. championship this year, and I think the PGA Let him is cook. Do it. Let him cook, as he says. Um, yep. You know, it's weird. Like, obviously, um, like, Asian people and whatnot have, have moved around the world, but it's just so weird and also cool to see an Asian guy with an Australian accent. It's great. Uh, He is so fucking cool, man. (laughs) He is. You got a little crush. I I mean, just the fucking shades that he rocks too. Like he just and he just he just became the. uh, A lot of new companies are coming into the golf world, and players are signing on like crazy. We talked about. I think we talked about Jason Day in Melbourne, um, and he just signed a deal to become Lululemon's first golfer. So, um, oh shit! Yeah. I like Lululemon. I think it's incredibly overpriced, but I think they make some nice-looking clothes. I have a Lululemon polo myself that I'll be trying out this year. I don't own a single Lululemon thing. But I own two, and but but for the record, I'm wearing Lululemon joggers right now. They are great, but I didn't buy them. They were a gift. I would never spend. Yeah, that I heard money. that they're incredible, but also like a hundred and something dollars. They are, but to be honest with you, if you go to Target and get any of their. Um, Something motion, I think it's called. I would say it's seventy-five to eighty percent as good as Lululemon, and it's thirty dollars. That's that's just that's just very smart shopping. Little right pro there. tip, little pro tip for uh, for all the shoppers out there. So yeah, I have Hovland winning, and you have 
the fucking swag king Minwoo Lee winning, which is awesome. <laughs> I do. Um, okay, next tournament. This one's a legendary course. Some call it. I think it's kind of like the moniker is uh, the home of golf in America. Pinehurst, number two. Famously, Payne Stewart won that. Uh, I think it was 97 won the U.S. Open there. Um, that is being held on June 13th through 16th. Who do you have winning the U.S. Open this year? I have Scotty Scheffler. I like that. I like that. This is this is one of those courses that, yeah, there's not a lot of rough, but there's a lot of shit because the, the fairway basically just goes into runoff areas. So you can say, all right, it's a little more open, but realistically it's not. It's narrow. Also, the greens are like turtlebacks with those Donald Ross greens. So I like that Scotty Scheffler pick because if he can figure out the putter, this is a course that tests every aspect of your game. And, and and obviously the statistics say it, he is the best at everything but putting. So I love that pick. He's the most well-rounded yeah. player and, and certainly the guy that I feel the best about because he will get himself out of any nasty situation. And if his putter can just get a little more consistent – I mean, I I don't see a world that exists where he's not fighting for all four of these championships on Sunday. So I think if I'm going to, I wanted to put him in as a winner. And I, I I honestly, obviously don't know the courses as well as you. So that was kind of a blind guess, but I just thought he did a good job. If there was a tournament for him to get, I think the U S open is it. Okay. I like that. I myself, uh, I prioritize the short game in this pick as well. You did it unintentionally, but good job by you. Picking the best player in the world is 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 usually a smart move. Yeah, I felt like I couldn't really go that wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Um, I'm taking Cam Smith. Okay, I know Just you love him. An absolute short game wizard, and and you're gonna need it there um, to score. All right, final major. It's cra- I, I'm already getting sad, and none of these have been played yet. But we're already talking <laughs> about it, so I'm already getting depressed. Uh, this is the well, open. You got the FedEx playoffs coming up. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is the <laughs> Open Championship. It is on July 18th through the 21st, and it is being held at Royal Troon. Uh, I think they call it a rota because they they rotate around. This is the this is the year that Royal Troon gets the rota. I'm taking Tommy Fleetwood. He's gonna do it. He's going to graduate and give back his 5 o'clock hitter jacket. Ooh. Well, uh, listen, uh, <laughs> he's got that jacket right now in his possession, and oh, yeah. uh, a, win, a win like this would do him, oh, do him wonders. It. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be great. Pass it off to somebody else who will probably proclaim as one as the season goes on here. I'm going to go a repeat. I'm going to go Brian Harmon. I love wow. the style of golf that he plays over there. I just mm. think those courses are so conducive to his game. And I think, you know, I just feel very safe with him. So okay. I, I'm going to take him to play. I, I was toying with the idea of Rory. Dude, I don't know. I find it very interesting that neither of us went the Rory direction this year. And Rory just won, by the way. He did win. And you're, you're going to talk about that in a second. But a major championship. We've been clinging on to the hope that this is that the day is going to come and hey maybe in a year that neither of us prognosticate a victory for him in one of these four events he goes out and does it but yeah there uh, yeah that's the thing it's i think i said this all last year and i think you came around to it towards the end it's like i'm rory's gonna win again i really do think he is but i'm just gonna miss it like yeah i'm, I'm done picking him 
But everybody that's saying Rory's never going to win again, let's keep in mind, they said on No Laying Up that Phil was 34 when he won his first major, and Rory's 34 right now. So, And he takes really good care of himself and whatever else you want to say. I think there's plenty of gas left in the tank. If I was... If I was a betting man, which I am, I would put money on Rory winning another major before his career's over. Let's not forget, he was in contention at the U.S. Open last year. He was, he, he finished did, second he in the Masters two and, years ago. Yeah, he didn't go out and take it. And I think if that's the criticism that you have, I mean, shit, he even had it in the in the Open Championship a couple of years ago when Cam Smith won, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's right there on the lip, but he just doesn't make enough enough shots to put himself in a situation where he's going out and grabbing a tournament by the throat. And mm-hmm. until he does that, I see some of these other guys just circling him and you're going to have a, a situation like you did with Wyndham Clark last year, where it's just out of nowhere, the guy made more aggressive shots and, and the putter was a little bit hotter than Rory. And, and before you know it, he's, you know, T2, T3 again. Yeah, no, uh, another thing for this season, I, I like just because we're not going to mention it, I like to I like to see JT round back into form, make a lot of cuts and finish in a lot of top tens this year. And I think um, sorry, Ricky also continues his mm-hmm. um, I don't know come uh, resurgence. Uh, I guess that could be the word. Well, he's back on the map now. We saw what he did at the U.S. Open last year too in LA. Absolutely. I mean, the first two the first two rounds were historic. So. Yeah, I think he's back on the map, and he was playing good golf last year. So it'd be great to have those two. And actually, one of your one of your um, assumptions right there is one of my three headlines. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing those. Speaking again of, of Ricky, I, I saw it today on Twitter. Nuclear Golf put it out that Cobra is charging $500, not even for a driver, Sean, for a three-wood. What, what have we come to? Like, the golf inflation right now, from where it was pre-COVID prices to now, it's, like, worse than college tuition inflation. Do they fucking want people to play? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> dude, it's it's insane. Like, when when I first started playing golf, and it wasn't that long ago, we knew each other before I even started playing golf. It's, like, yeah. 2019 or something like that. I mean, you could buy a brand-new driver for, like, 300 350 and that's a driver. That's a bigger, more expensive club. And now the fairway woods are $500, half a G for one fucking club. Are you kidding me? We got to get sponsored, dude. We really do. I, 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 I It's, like, either <laughs> yeah. get a new set or have a kid. That's, yeah, it's wild, man. It's... It's it sounds like now is the time where it, you're gonna be you're gonna be really pissed at yourself for not taking the game up and making sure you got a bag uh, a couple years back. Yeah, well, we, we're not gonna cry over spilled milk and, and complain about the tears. We've been tweeting a lot lately, and the followers are going up. So someday we'll get that sponsorship. All right, you want me to unveil my foursome? You know what, man? It's been very anticipated. <laughs> Uh, I I went 0 for 3 in guessing names at the end of last week's pod. So what better time? Without further ado, give the people what they want. Give me what I want. The 2024 Tom Foursome. Now, again, 2024 Foursome, but this can remain the same for as long as I see fit. These are my guys. This is my foursome. This is who I would want. You know, these are my favorite golfers, straight up. I don't think they're the best. I don't think that they're just my favorite, okay? Um, 
Number one, he'll never leave my foursome. Max Homa. <laughs> yeah. Number two. He's awesome. I've I've added him back into my foursome because I'm over the whole live thing. If the PGA is going to play nice with them, I'll play nice with them. I'm putting in Brooks Kepka. That's yeah, my that boy. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Number three. Min Woo Lee. Let's fucking go. This I guy, knew. I should yep. move him from three to two because he's right below Max as my favorite player. It's going to be tough to overcome Max, but he might. He really might. Um, And, and this is another guy where it's kind of like Max and really Brooks at this point where it's like, I I mean, you'd have to like just pay me to get him. As another professional golfer, you'd have to pay me in order to get him my threesome and get him out. That's how much I love him. Very passionate. Okay, full bloom love, some would say. Full bloom. And number four is open. If somebody's got to come out here and take that oh, fourth spot. Come on. No, you listen. Can't start the season with one. No, I'm leaving it open, bro. I'm not. That's that's half. No, I'm putting that's every. I'm putting every other golfer on notice. You could listen. Sometimes they the the starter might let you play the back nine if you show up late for a tee time. We could start out with a threesome, but like nobody's earned it. So I'm putting the rest of the PGA Tour on notice. If you want that fourth slot, come and fucking get it, man. Rip off a couple wins, Ludwig. Step it yeah, up a so little when more. I meant, when I guessed him on the last pod, I, I really felt confident that you nope. would slide him. In and have group. you noticed something? I pulled John Rahm out. Yeah. I was thinking maybe you'd put some Tommy Fleetwood action in there. But. Nah, Tommy's got to win a hell of a lot more for me to give, a sh- for me to put him in my force. This is my foursome, Sean. People are going to ask me about this, and I have to have pride when I tell them about this foursome. Um, and and for Rom, it's just like, listen, I, I, he's one of the best players in the world, if not the best. I don't know. He's just not one of my favorite players, and, and that's okay. Totally fine. All right, so. The third thing we wanted to do with this podcast, realistically what I wanted to do, but Liv and the PGA Tour have fucked all this up. I basically wanted to say, Sean, who do you think is going to be the best golfer in the world? Who, Objectively and subjectively, who's the number one in OWGR points and who's your best golfer in the world? But we can't even do that shit because it doesn't matter because now that John Rahm's gone over to the PGA Tour and you have a legitimate number one player in the world over there, like I just don't think it's fun to even make those picks because they wouldn't be real. So for me, I just said, let's pick three storylines this year that are going to stand out on the PGA Tour because, honestly, I couldn't think of any ranking system when they don't play on the same fucking tour to determine the best golfer, which is another rant in itself for me, dude. It's like the PGA, all they were worried about was only the only the majors mattering. And guess what? <laughs> now that you guys fucked up with this live shit, the only thing that matters is the majors. Yeah, no, I hear your frustration, and it does fucking suck. It really sucks that we can't get a really good depiction of who the best players are when you have that bullshit league over there doing the 54 holes and playing party golf, and then you got, you know, the PGA Tour in a little bit of a diluted situation right now because some of their best players are gone. Um, so, yeah, it fucking sucks. Uh, I hate it, and I hope a resolution is is met very soon and i hope you don't mind as i'm going to segue into my first headline oh you rat bastard <laughs> this is going to be my be, story well we probably were going to agree anyway of course so yeah. probably burying the lead but the, my my prognostication the first that i have of my three 
is that this merger agreement, whatever the fuck it's going to officially be called, I don't know, even know will be agreed upon prior to the Masters in April. I think wow. it's going to be done before then wow. so that everybody will just understand the trajectory of the season. I think it will set a tone for it to be done in the first major tournament when everybody's going to be playing together again because obviously these are not PGA events. So my first guess is within the next – or my first storyline is my guess is within the next three months – uh, or just under three months, rather, about closer to two and a half, we will have something agreed upon. Wow, you you got sp- specific with that. I, I simply just said PJ finalizes his alliance with Liv. You picked a date. Your story is much more interesting than mine. I would love to see that come to fruition. Uh, good job by you on the first story. Thank you. Um, kind of subsequently, my number two will be, however this situation is finalized, Jay Monahan will step down or be relieved of his duties as commissioner of the PGA or lose power uh, as one of the major governing bodies in this merger. I think that it's been with his illness last year, the sickness, whatever it was. Um, obviously, he's the most hated and despised commissioner, I think you, you pointedly said, of all the major sports right now. He's done a horrific job. Uh, and I, I mean, has the Goodell, gone, so. has Goodell silver... Manfred or the hockey commissioner let another league steal like a quarter of his talent? <laughs> no, and that's why that's why you're a hundred percent right in, in assessing it that way. So however this gets resolved, um I think that Jay Monahan's days as leading whatever version of the PGA tour we'll have are, are done. Well, it's it's hilarious you said that because my second was more of a joke because I couldn't think of three. Hilarious because I'm the one who created this topic. But I I wrote Trump loses presidency and takes job as CEO of PGA Tour as consolation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I actually like that better. That's fucking hilarious. Well done. <laughs> I, I it won't happen. Unfortunately, I don't want it to happen. But I do. It's really looking like the window is going to be that he's going to win again. Um, that's we don't have to talk about that in February. Um, I don't think he would ever take this job, but I just thought it'd be a little funny aside. Um, so I'll give you my third which is somewhat more serious, but I just put that the PGA embraces um, alternate forms of golf entertainment more, whether it be, I I meant more specifically YouTube golf, um, just because it's getting so much bigger. And honestly, sometimes if it's done well, I I like watching YouTube golf more um, if I like the people involved. And I think this year they're going to take a major step forward and, possibly create their own YouTube channel that isn't just highlights and maybe they feature some of those people on it. I don't know. I just think that they may try and embrace golf fans in a different way. It'd be nice, um, you know, listening to the NLU guys and uh, even the fairway rolling guys, uh, Hubbard and House on the ringer, talk about the state of where golf media is right now from the pga explicitly it just sounds like it's everybody fucking hates it and thinks so much more can be done i mean it's like you look at some like real golfers like how many instagram followers does patrick cantley have because i guarantee you gm golf from good good has more yeah you know and he does youtube and instagram he's not a pro he's sick but he's not patrick cantley you know right I had to say can't like because I just I can kick I know, the guy it's all your day. Boy. It's your boy. Um, Give me your four, your third story. 
my third is I kind of alluded to it earlier, but my third is Justin Thomas will have a bounce back season. Um, okay. I don't have him winning a, a major, obviously, but I think we're going to see a much better version of JT. Uh, he's just too good to have another season like he had last year. It seemed like everything that could go wrong did for him. I think that, you know, like I said, he's just too talented and he's still young. So yeah, let's, let's get it. Let's get back on, on the horse here and he have did a really top 10 nice this season. past week, I believe. So I did that. see that. Yeah, I did see that. And that was part of my thinking uh, when I was coming up with my third headline. I, I think he maybe. I think he could possibly win a tournament this year, um, and if not, he, you're going to be seeing a lot of top five finishes. I just feel really good about him getting back on track because, like I said, he's one of the best golfers in the world. And uh, last year, we just we saw an all-time meltdown. So, yeah, shooting an 82. I forgot what tournament that was, but that might have been the bottom, as KVV said on the the NLU pod. Uh, yeah, he definitely looks a lot better. Um, all right. Final thing we got to do before we wrap it up on our quick little golf preview is we got our game that we played last year. I beat you, which I we wouldn't be playing this game again if I didn't beat you in your in your first year actually watching golf. Um, but it's basically you and I pick f- four players, designate one winner. You get a point for whoever has the highest average finish, and you get a point if one of your four wins. And you get three points if your designated winner wins. Uh, I did that all off memory, so I'm pretty proud of myself. Great job. Thank you. Uh, Sean, you are the uh, younger PGA fan, so I will give you the honors on the tee to make the first pick of 2024 PGA season tournament for us. It is the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Okay, so my four for this week, I have Colin Morikawa, Michael Kim, Shane Lowry, and I have uh, Patrick Cantlay. I have my winner as Michael Kim. You big Michael Kim guy? It feels like it. I feel like you picked him a lot last year. I love him. Young Michael Kim, baby. Yeah, I really, I really do like him. I, I think he's great Super for consistent. the game of golf and and very good. And yeah, I, I mean, again, he's he's somebody I'm take him in these five o'clock hitter tournaments. Although it is played at a pretty famous venue that there's been a lot of majors played at, but this is not uh, Justin Rose, Team Rose, uh, Xander Schauffele, and then my winner. Would you like to guess my winner? Is it Colin? Nope. It's Ludwig Aberg, baby. Hey, here we go. He's he's gonna win this week and make a push for my heart and possibly my foursome. Yeah, I'm rooting for him a lot this year so that he he cements that four spot in your foursome. I didn't know you were such a big Ludwig guy. He just hasn't earned it yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta earn it. You know, like I'm kind of like Sanders is when he ranks his kids. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. (laughs) He's so good, man. He's so fucking good. Uh, yeah, I know. Sanders is good. Um, Minwoo Lee is good. Ludwig's good. Everybody. I love all three of those guys. There you go. All right, bro. Last thing I will say is um, I would I would recommend this documentary that I watched on HBO. It's like uh, basically just Belichick and Saban talking for three hours. Or not I've three hours. It's like an hour and a half. I've seen clips of it. I would love to watch it. Um you know, the two Bills ESPN documentary of, of Belichick and Parcells was great. But 
I need to I need to get your thoughts on something before we end this golf pod. All right. How are we going to end this golf pod without getting your thoughts on oh, Mr. Yes. Dunlap winning the app winning the uh, Amex this week? Yes, Rory by the way won Dubai. Um, he's won it like a million times. He chased down um Cam. Who was it? Not Cam Smith. The other one, Cam Young. Um, that's cool. I, I thought it was interesting to see with Rory just being caught up in this controversy and whatnot with the Liv, that he's able to play through it, and, and I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Dunlap, I mean, the guy clearly, I would put him on the Ryder Cup team tomorrow. He's a killer. He's a winner. He can fucking roll the rock. He hits the ball a mile. Um, and he's just another one of these guys like Sam Bennett from this new era where it's just like, I'm going to hit the ball a mile, my short game's going to be impeccable, and I'm going to be able to putt. And it's like, where are you people coming from? Uh, he's a USAM champ, youngest winner since 1910, first player to win as an amateur since Phil Mickelson. It's This guy's going to be a stud. Um, give me the over-under on how many majors he wins. Way too early. Uh, irresponsibly early. One. <laughs> you got one? It's just, yeah, it's just so hard, man. I'm it's going really three. Hard. I'm going okay. three right now. I'm gonna start. I'm going to start with just setting the bar at one, and then we can see how quickly he achieves that, and then maybe we can go from there. It's hard to win, and there's a lot of great Does he win again there. this year? Because uh, he's definitely Fuck got a couple more exemptions on him, right? And he's going to play in all the, the majors. Is he going to turn pro or not? I don't know. Um, I mean, KZZ mentioned it a lot, uh, you know, laid it out pretty well, too. I mean, first of all, we don't know we don't know these people's situations. This, this Golf is not like, you know, any of these other sports. Like, you have to have money to play, most likely. So he could come from a lot of money, number one. He was wearing some Adidas stuff, so maybe NIL is all NIL, and, and it's like he could play under his, his amateur sponsor's exemption and all these events, all these majors that he got into um, this year and then turn pro next year and go for another NCAA title. And the NIL money might be able to supplement this 1.5 that he lives. He I'm seems pretty happy that. about winning, right? Maybe he signs to win and gets money. I don't know. I don't know. All I've got is one more thing. And I wonder what the Adidas stuff is. I think it's just NIL. I mean, I mean, I'll check that out. I mean, it doesn't really look like the people do it for money. The people making the money aren't necessarily making a lot of money. But um, I, I think it's just NIL. Yeah, I, I think it's just NIL. I think it's just NIL. 